Welcome, everybody, to the Joe Random Sports Podcast, the famous name from MLB The Show Career Mode started a group of fantasy leagues years ago. And today, we gather with longtime Joe Random, Stephen Thayer, and Matt Ramirez to talk all things sports, whether they're Joe Randoms. Our special guest of the show making his third appearance on the podcast, Josh Pringer. We hope you enjoy, and remember, just keep swishing and don't strike out. All right, welcome everybody to the Joe Random Sports Podcast. Steven Thayer, Matt Ramirez, alongside special guest Josh Pranger. How you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. Sparty got a big win this weekend, so I'm feeling great. Awesome win against Purdue. So stoked. Doing well. Warriors had a tough one the other day. That was so disgusting. I, you know, I, I don't want to get into it because I could go on a 20-minute rant about what happened last night, but uh, lucky win, Braden. Lucky win. Congrats to the to the Luka Doncic Mavericks. Yeah. You know, Matt and I were playing each other in fantasy this week, and it was such a neck and neck, freaking 33 of 37 combined free throws between Harden and Embiid, and then I lose by six free throws. I'm like, are you kidding me? That was a bloodbath, Matt. <laughs> yeah, what a matchup that was. What then? Possible playoff preview if you get in? Oh, could be. Could be. I, I don't want to face you. Um, I'll tell you that right now, but you gotta, you gotta play Josh this week or next week. Uh, this week, I believe, right, Josh? Uh, good thing you reminded me. I don't think I've set my lineups yet. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, come on. Jo- Josh and Annie, I should say. Um, but yeah, that's uh shoot, Josh, you oh, and boy. I, you guys are tied with me for the sixth seed right now. So it's, it's coming down to the wire. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me because I had Middleton and Morant on the bench at the moment. So appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate tell, allowing uh, me to get that in before. <laughs> Damn it. Eric would be like, what is this bozo doing in the league? Not setting his lineup. <laughs> yeah. You're now abolished from the league, Josh. <laughs> Wait, am I, I'm above him in the standings, aren't I? Or am I one game back still? We are both a half game. Oh, half a game back. Oof. It's going to come down to the wire. <laughs> yeah, and of course Cole Anthony's game already started. So, oh, uh, well, if I lose by one category, we know why. <clears throat> yeah, I I freaking Fish and I have been joking because he was pissed that I took that trade with Mark for Sabonis, and of course Tobias Harris looks worthless now with James Harden, and of course OG Ananobi has like a broken finger. And he could be out for a while. So I look really bad right now. I'm just hoping I can sneak into the playoffs and, and have everybody back, including Draymond. I need him. I need him as much as the Warriors need him. Yeah, that could, it, it's teetering right now on where that trade's going. <laughs> um, Josh, you got this is the first time you got you and Matt have met on uh, on the Joe the Joe Randoms. It is. It is. Uh, and uh, for for those of you that have followed along, um, there's a big trade early on in the season that was going down, and uh, that involved Matt, um, some, some big names and some uh, picks that I notoriously was was fighting for it to go through. I wanted to see that happen. I wanted to shake up. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciated glad, the backup. To... I appreciated the support, Josh. It's good to meet you virtually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Josh good is good to meet you as well. I'm happy to be here. That's good. Josh is on the anti-veto uh, campaign. 
<laughs> I, I want everyone to trade everything. <laughs> I'm not going to trade anything, but I'll allow everyone else to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh sporting the Cabela's hat. This is the first time I've seen you in the mustache. The mustache. Hair's getting pretty long here. So we're, uh, we're, 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 we're going for a new look. Got the A's colors here. I do. I, I, I see that. No. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, if anybody's watching I, or listening, Josh is giving me major Drew Paz vibes right now. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. You, uh, especially with the stash. Um, yeah, honestly, you guys could probably be brothers from another mother. Who knows? Who knows some distant, distant bloodline somewhere? Yeah. I was telling uh, Josh um, that on our last podcast, Matt was giving me big Alexi Lalas vibes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I, hopefully just in looks because I don't know that that when it comes to, uh, to sports knowledge and all that, I don't think you want to give off Lalas vibes there. I was telling Steven, he's the one soccer personality that I know, so I thought it was funny too. And he happens to have red hair as well. Yeah. Hopefully those are the only similarities because he's yeah he's interesting. So yeah. funny guy. We'll be seeing a lot of him maybe here with the World Cup around the corner. <laughs> I hope not. Um so I was out just playing nine holes today, Shadow Lakes and Brentwood. How'd it go? You know, I I shot fifty-three. I gave myself fifty-three on the par thirty-five, the front nine. Um I was not happy with it. But when I look back, I'm like, I didn't actually hit that many bad shots. I think it was really maybe two holes, one where I misjudged like the downslope on putting, which like made me, I had a four putt, but turned, turned, uh, you know, probably a, you know, maybe a bogey into a quadruple bogey. <laughs> and then, uh, on a, it's always the par threes, right? They had this, it's like 160 to the front of the green, 164 to be exact. But right in front of it, there is a sand trap, and then there's a lake right in front of that. And so, you know, I'm not great with my seven iron, but I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to hit my seven hybrid. And I angle it a little bit to the left because I want to miss the sand trap and the water. And lo and behold, I hit one of the best shots I've ever hit. Of course, it goes like 50 yards past the green. (laughs) Uh. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but I probably hit it about 180. And, um, and then it was all bad from there. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, it felt so good coming off and just goes completely airmails it. But the good side, the good, the good thing is I got a par three on the next hole. I, I was really happy with that. And I got a, I gave myself the par five on the last hole. It was, uh, I kind of lost my ball on the drive. I didn't hit it out of play. It just, it got lost in some kind of rough. We'll call that a gallery drop. Okay. Gallery drop. You don't have <laughs> yeah. a gallery following you, so we'll give it to you. So after that, you know, I, I, I recovered nicely and I, you know, technically it was only five. So I would say that I think Matt, I'm, I'm getting better, but I need to get better at club selection and the con- consistency around the green, I think. Cause I, I frankly don't know my distances very well, whether I'm 50 yards out, what do I hit 30 yards out? How far do I have to chip? You know? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. If you're losing balls, if you're three putting or four putting, I guess. And uh, if you're two chipping, 
Uh, those are the biggest biggest uh, things that'll hurt your score. Yeah, and I don't think I'm driving that bad. I don't think I'm putting that bad. I don't think my chipping is actually that bad. I think it's just the consistency and knowing what when to hit what club. But um, we got some potential, then. Yeah, I'll take it. The fifth, the plus eighteen. I'll take it. That's a, that's double bogey golf. <laughs> um, it's uh, 30 degrees and still snow on the ground here in Michigan. So no golfing on this, on this front. Do they yeah, have- it's raining side, raining sideways here. Oh man. Well, we're just uh, gearing our listeners up for our, our golf podcast right before the masters that we're planning to do. And there's been some golf in the chat with, so we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're just pumping that up. We're, we're pumping our fantasy golf pool up. I hope to have a little bit more people in that this year. So it should be a fun season. On that note, we're here to talk about the all time greats. And, you know, we just had the 75th anniversary in the NBA All-Star Game honoring the 75 greatest players. Sorry, Clay, that you just missed it. Hopefully you'll be on there for the 100th anniversary and and you'll make that top 75. But uh, we're going to do, because there isn't a whole lot of other things to talk about with NBA playoffs, just a little bit out and March Madness, just a little bit out. We're going to do a draft. We are going to draft a five-man squad of the all-time NBA greats. It's going to be snake draft style. We're going to argue which team is the best at the end of it. And then uh, you guys, our listeners, are going to vote. So we're going to get the teams out there after the podcast and after you guys listen to our reasons and why we think our team would beat the other team. Um, we'll, We'll see who actually would win based on the league vote. So you guys excited for this? Oh, yeah. Awesome. So we got to determine the draft order because there's three of us. We can't really flip a coin. That's not all that fun. You know how I like my trivia. So we're going to play some sports trivia here. And we decided that since there was no collusion, we would each take a league and we would give the others two trivia questions based on that league. So you'll see how it all works. I'll tally up the scores at the end and we'll go one, two, three, Um, for the draft order. So I'll kick us off. And because I felt like I have an extensive knowledge with MLB, I'm going to give you guys MLB questions. So we're going to start with this. This is, this is for Matt. The question is who has more stolen bases in their career? Jose Reyes or Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds. The correct answer is Jose Reyes. Reyes. Really? How many did he have? Reyes, 517. Bonds, 514. Wow. Wow. I was confident on that. (laughs) The question for you, Josh, is who had more stolen bases? Jacoby Ellsbury or Scott Pesednik? We're going to go with Scott. The correct answer was Jacoby Ellsbury, 343. Scott Pitsednik, 309. All right. So whiff on the first two. Hopefully these will be better for you guys. Um, The next two baseball questions. Higher or lower, 2,000 strikeouts is the number. Adam Wainwright, Matt, did he have more 
or less than 2,000 strikeouts in his career? Less. He had more, 2,004 <laughs> strikeouts. I knew he was coming up on it last year. I, could, I didn't remember any celebrations about it, so I guess no. <laughs> I think he got it on his last start. Oh, right. man. Higher or lower, Josh? Madison Bumgarner, 2,000 strikeouts. Uh, gonna go mad bum lower it was lower 1948 so one point for josh on mlb all right let's uh let's pass it over to matt give us your nba questions all right this one's for steven um in the all times nba earnings on court earnings who is higher between al horford and Carmelo Anthony. On-court earnings. I'm going to go with Al Horford. Correct. Uh, $243 million in 15 seasons. Carmelo, 240 in 19. Wow. Wow. It's close. Josh, over, under, Baron Davis career points per game. The over, under number is set at 16. Go over. Correct. 16.1. All right, Stephen. Over, under on number of teams this player, Jason Capono, played for. The oh. over, num- over, under number is set at seven. <laughs> you would pick Jason Capono. I love it. <laughs> Over under seven. So I got to say he played for six or for eight teams. He did bounce around a lot, but I'm going to go with the under six teams. Correct. Yeah. This guy's a machine for the people listening. (laughs) All right, Josh. All right. Over under Michael Jordan career steals per game. The line, the line is set at 2.2 over under. I think it's, I think it's under at 2.1. 2.3. I knew it was off by one-tenth. I just couldn't remember which direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got Josh and I are tied at two apiece. Matt, you still got none. So, so Matt, you'll have to uh, try to get these next two right. Otherwise, your trivia streak of losing continues. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good. All right, Josh, NFL, here we go. All right, so we are going to go even first. Um, who played more games? Um, and this is up, up through this, this past year. Julio Jones or Kelvin Johnson? Well, Calvin played pretty much every game of his unfortunately short career. Julio has missed decent amount of games, but he's missed a lot more recently, and I don't think it makes up. So I'm going to say Calvin Johnson played in more games. Julio 145, Calvin 135. Ah, dang it. We stumped him. Stumped the shop. <laughs> <laughs> what a great show. All right. Uh, Matt, 
the over under on Philip Rivers rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Five is the number. I'm gonna go under. It's three. <laughs> Thank God. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say I've never seen a Philip Rivers rushing touchdown, so I was hoping I that maybe he'd like kind of overthink it and kind of if I if I had lost a little Yeah, if I had paused a little bit more and thought about it, I probably would have went under, but I just went get that time. He's on the board. All right. Matt, if you get this right and I get this wrong, we'll have a three-way tie. (laughs) And at that point, I might just randomize it, but hopefully I can get this one right. We'll see. What do you got, Josh? Let's go Ed Reed forced fumbles. Poof. The line is set at over under line is set at 10. Oh my goodness. Vegas. That's impressive. Vegas has Ed Reed at 10 forced fumbles. That's, that's a lot, but that means he probably has a lot of forced fumbles. Under. It is over with 11. Ah. Oh man. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Uh, Devin Hester receiving yards. Um, we're going to set the line at 3,000. 3,000? I'm going to take under. It is 3311. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That was a good one. All right. Wow. So, damn, I suck at football, I guess. All right, Matt, you have the last pick, but Josh and I are tied. So maybe come up with one more question, sport of your choice, and maybe do something where it's like whoever's closer gets the win. We haven't done hockey. <laughs> we're gonna do a go- we're gonna do a golf one. Oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> I think we're both screwed here, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the PGA Tour Player of the Year last year? Steven. Call Morikawa. Incorrect. Josh, uh, over under on Tiger Woods PGA Tour wins. Is the line is set at 83. You said tour wins, not okay. Uh, we're PGA go... Tour wins. It can be including majors. The under, like high seventies, eighty-two. But yes, under. Ah, this. Oh, okay. This. Come on, Matt. You know that's that's. Uh, I gotta pick. I, he the had a player. The, the player of the year. I don't lay off. The player of the year. Who was this it? is off the cuff. This is off the cuff. It was Patrick Cantlay. Okay. Should have been John Ram. <laughs> I, I thought it I thought it was going to be. Yeah, he got COVID and got robbed of a win that Cantley ended up getting. Yep. yep. All right. Well, clearly I, I need to brush up on my golf knowledge. Um okay. gotta get you ready for the majors this year, Steven. Yeah, definitely. So Josh is the first pick. I have the second pick. And Matt, you've got the third pick. So it's a snake, right? It's a snake draft, yep. So I needed the second pick so I could I could do my best pistons. 
Yeah. <laughs> Josh wants the second to... pick. The Detroit Pistons will take Darko Milchich. <laughs> He's going to draft the uh, 0304 Pistons with uh, our boy Rashid Wallace. Rodney Stucky, Stucky, Stucky. Stucky was one of Drew's old friends in fantasy basketball. Uh, good stuff. Uh, okay. Well, everybody got your big boards ready? Ready to draft? Let's do it. All right. I don't know if it's TNT, but uh, good enough. So, Matt, first pick of the all-time NBA draft is... Is that me? I have the first pick? I mean, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think I'd get this far. Uh, but... Uh... We're going to go with LeBron James. Ooh. Wow. Naturally. Naturally. This does not shock me, given that uh, your claims to make LeBron the – or anoint LeBron as the greatest all-time in our group texts. So uh, I will gladly take Michael Jordan with the second overall pick. All right. I'm going to take with my roundabout pick. Okay. I'm going to take Shaquille O'Neal and Steph Curry. Wow. Let's, uh, let's talk about that just for a minute. Uh, why Shaq? Most dominant center of all time. Um, I just think him and Steph's game fit really well together. I, I would agree with that. Um, Curry, the first point guard. Snatched off the board. Very interesting. Best point guard of all time. Who said I'm not playing LeBron at point guard? <laughs> That's true. That is true. All right. With my second pick, I am going to take. I want Iguodala. <laughs> oh. You know, I don't trust. Oh, God. I don't trust Josh not taking him on the wraparound. So I'm going to take the big fundamental TD, Tim Duncan. The big layup. Um, that's, that's a good call because I, I think I was going to take him. I knew it. That's one of those picks. Um, so keeping with my theme of current players I will be taking arguably the greatest scorer of all time in Kevin Durant it's pretty filthy pretty filthy got, I've got two that I'm, I'm playing with here um, give me give me Giannis ooh yeah man. This is a nasty team right now. Physically, very nasty team. Well, I'm going to need somebody to match up to any of those three guys. Obviously, TD can, can match up in some degree. Jordan's great defender, but he's a little undersized even to take on uh, whoever Josh chooses to put at his two guard. So... I need size, and I need somebody 
who can shoot the three. And unfortunately, the guy I wanted to take doesn't necessarily shoot the three. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Jay Kidd. Excellent defender. Pretty darn good three-point shooter. Yep, Jay Kidd. All right. Uh, for my two-guard spot, I'm taking Kobe Bryant, the late great. At the four, I'm going to get KG. Nice. Back to me. I'm going to need somebody at the three. And, but I got to contain Giannis somehow. Um, this might come as a surprise. Who's your team right now? I got MJ, TD, and J Kid. Yuck. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, I'm taking Kawhi Leonard. Damn it. Great pick. Take back my comments. I right. me trying to play position this basketball. <laughs> I'd be rounding out my team here. Um, yep. <clears throat> Who do you have so far, Josh? I have LeBron, KD, and Giannis. Um, I I think I'm not too worried about Steven's team. Oh, what I am worried about is that Shaq. Oh. So so give me the dream. It's a good pick. I was thinking about him. I mean, I guess I could take Ben Wallace. He did shut down Shaq once. <laughs> um, you know what? I I think. I think I may get some some slack uh, for this pick, um, but this is purely about fit. So uh, give me Draymond. Yeah, knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. Good luck Sean Marion coming off the board. <laughs> <laughs> Never, hopefully. <laughs> also, real quick, do we want to? What's that? There's a lot of really good players. Do we want to throw in a six man real quick here? Yeah, let's do that. Get one guy idea. off the bench. Yeah, we can do that. But let's let's be clear that the six man doesn't make or break our rosters here. <laughs> this is purely for fun. Um. You know, I was definitely considering Hakeem um, as my center, especially to contend with Shaq. However, I'm going to have a very versatile team, a team that will be able to I – need, I need a team that's going to be able to run with uh, Josh's team and – When I go down the list of all-time centers, you know, I don't think Wilt has the 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 mass to contain Shaq, um, and he doesn't give me much outside of you know in between in the key outside of the key. 
and I'm, I need some spacing. Um, Bill Russell would be an excellent choice for my team, but I'm actually going to go Nikola Jokic here. Spread the floor a little bit. Need some more three on my team. And um, more unathletic guys. Jokic is, is a load. You said more unathletic guys? You got Jokic and Tim Duncan on, and Jay Kidd on the same team. That's in, Jay that's, Kidd's pretty athletic. This is insane athleticism here. What are you talking about? Guy who's – nobody – nobody's six. Has Jokic five, ever dunked? 6'11", 284, and, and you know, he's, he's, he's a freaking load. <laughs> I mean, he, he drinks like two liters of Coca-Cola a day. I don't – I don't know that I'd, I'd qualify that as athletic. But then again, Justin Verlander did eat a whole Taco Bell box every time he pitched when he was in Detroit. So I guess to eat their own. That's yeah. risky. All right. Some extra gas, I suppose. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are up, Matt. Take your, take your fifth guy and take your sixth so, man. For my final pick of my starting lineup, uh, small forward will be Larry Bird. Speaking of athletic guys. <laughs> See, I was thinking about Larry, but he wasn't – he's not as a prolific – he's not as a prolific three-point shooter as people give him credit for. Um, and I also don't think he would be able to run with – Durant or even Kawhi or, or Giannis or these guys. So that's why I swayed away from him. But uh, I think his shooting is up there. He just played in a different era. He's a very good shooter, no doubt. All right, who's your sixth man? Sixth man is going to be Allen Iverson. I like it. It's a good choice. So that rounds out my roster. I'll read it off real quick. Um, Steph, Kobe, Larry Bird, KG, Shaft. And Iverson. All right. A uh, lot of good options here for the sixth man. Um, so I'm, take, I'm taking Magic as my sixth man. Shouldn't he be your starter? He could be. Yeah. I got, I got options. I could pass that like Stockton. Just Joshin, you're up. But, but oh you gosh. won't be winning anything if you have Stockton. <laughs> In the true spirit of six men, I'm going to take Jamal Crossover Crawford. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I don't. I, I think it'd be boring for me to take another current player. Um, also, there's like a 75% chance he'd be injured <laughs> for this half this series if I took AD. Um, give me Reggie Miller. Give me a little bit of scoring off the bench. Okay. Sniper. All right. So to recap the teams and then we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit uh, why we chose who we chose. And then we'll look at some of the potential matchups here. So Matt, uh, how are you going to run your roster here? Um, give with your player or just give, give me your, your projected lineup here. Uh, so the lineups, Steph, Kobe, Larry Bird, KG and Shaq. We're gonna run a triangle type system. Obviously, try to try to utilize uh, Shaq, Steph, and Kobe as the primary guys. 
KG obviously can guard multiple positions, can switch things. Um, I really like the high-low game between Steph and Shaq. You can obviously run pick and rolls. Um, you can post up Kobe, have Steph cutting, moving off the ball. Um, Larry Bird can also step into that, um, that point forward role. So Steph doesn't have to be the primary ball handler all the time. Um, and then you got I Iverson off the bench, obviously pretty self-explanatory with the amount of buckets coming off the bench. So, Okay, Josh, how are you going to structure your lineup? Who's the point? LeBron is the point. KD at the two. Yeah, I, I'm playing essentially position as basketball, um, but I guess KD two, Giannis three, maybe even Giannis four, Draymond three, and Hakeem as my anchor. Um, offensively, I'm going to run kind of like a high pick and roll, um, but with Draymond and LeBron both facilitating, um, I think it's either, you know, I, I might have to pull Hakeem away from the basket a little bit to allow Giannis to kind of do his thing. But I have a good rebounder there in Draymond and Hakeem. Um, Katie's there. He can score from anywhere. So it kind of opens it up. Um, and then, you know, LeBron can kind of do his thing. Um, the big thing I'm looking here for is defense in creating transition offense from there. So I think ideally I'm going to play um, some sort of probably a 2-3 zone. Um, so Hakeem is my anchor. Um, and I'm going to put Giannis and Draymond kind of, uh, at the, the top of the key as those guys there too, because, uh, they're my best defenders and then kind of stash KD and LeBron in the, in the corners. But, um, looking at Matt's team, I'm trying to shut down Steph. I don't want him going nuclear from beyond the arc. If Shaq, Shaq's going to get his regardless who's there. You know that that's fine. Slow him down a little bit, but I'm I'm looking to to mostly try to shut down Steph and, and Larry going hot from three. And um, with your team, Stephen, we've got enough athletes, enough guys who can switch and rotate to kind of play along with it. You know, obviously MJ is going to score, Jokic is going to facilitate, but I want that switchability. That's what I want. I want full fluidity and defense, and kind of hopefully create that that offensive transition because I have or maybe five guys who can just run the floor for days. So how's the half court offense going to work with the paint that clogged? You got four guys who rely on scoring in the paint and one guy who relies on mid range. Um, well, KD can score from anywhere. LeBron can score from anywhere. His role is going to be more facilitating. Obviously you want LeBron to score and he's going to find ways to score. Um, I'm looking LeBron, KD, and Draymond to kind of run like a three-man type deal. And with high pick and rolls, either catching Giannis on some sort of, you know, uh, streak, whether it's baseline or, you know, coming off of a, a secondary cut, um, or Hakeem kind of cleaning up the boards. Um, he's going to be the non-factor in the offense, and I may kind of pull him away from the basket. but. Um, I'm going to work mostly through Draymond, LeBron, and KD. Should we address how we're defending, we're defending each other after we go through the offense? Yeah, we can do that. 
Um, So I've got Magic and Kid pretty much rotating in and out at point guard. We've got Michael Jordan, the GOAT. I got Kawhi at the three. TD, the big fundamental at four. And Nikola Jokic at the five. You know, I love the athleticism I have on this team. Um, I got Kawhi Leonard. It can defend anybody. The claw. I got Tim Duncan who can space the floor as well as anybody. Um, he's, he's also a leader. Not that I don't, not that I need one. I have magic and I have MJ. I have Jason Kidd. So I've, I've got leaders. I've got guys that, you know, I think can work together. I think Kawhi is, is best utilized when he doesn't have to be the guy. I mean, he can be the guy if, if my guys are struggling, you know, obviously he can shoot the three, but I love his pro- the prospects of defending against Giannis, which we've already seen he's capably done in the NBA playoffs. And uh, we know that he can defend KD. We know that he can defend LeBron. So I do have some modern athleticism, if you will. And Nikola Jokic is going to be able to run circles around Shaq and Hakeem inside. You know, can you say run? Absolutely. He's a load. Oh. Oh, he's exactly. He's not running around anyone. He, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a load. We're talking about Shaquille O'Neal guarding this load. Jokic is um, is a guy who can score from anywhere on the floor at his size, and that is a problem to defend. That is a big problem. So I'm not gonna have a problem defending that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> you know, what's also gonna be what's also gonna be interesting for for uh, Matt is. Jokic can actually shoot free throws, um, whereas Shaq, you know, he's he's a flip, flip a coin, you know, if you will. Um, but look, I I got Michael Jordan. He's going, you know, he's going to be carrying the ball for the most part, and obviously Magic and Kid. Uh, and so, I actually really like my floor spacing here, and I like my defenders that I have. I would say. Kid, MJ, Kawhi, TD, Magic are all plus defenders. And, you know, I, I think Josh, I think drafting Reggie Miller as your sixth man was probably a good call because, you know, other than really KD, you don't have capable three-point shooters. I mean, LeBron can hit one, but, you know, he's not really a reliable three-point guy. Um, I think AI was a was a really good add to to Matt's bench because Curry, Kobe, and AI are, are going to be issues um, no matter who's guarding them. Um, but uh, I'm happy with uh, Kid's ability to shoot the three. I'm happy with Kawhi's ability, Jokic's ability to shoot the three. And obviously MJ will be able to hit one here and there. What, what I will say, Stephen, is you do have a lot of three-level score guys that can kind of take the game as it is in Jokic, um, J kid and MJ. So those, I, I do like that fit in the team. And then, you know, if you have to switch it up, you always have magic to kind of open up the offense a little bit. Um, I didn't talk about Reggie Miller. I know our six men aren't really our factors per se. Um, but I think depending on how it is, my first rotation may be Reggie for Hakeem. So then I would slot Draymond at the five. Um, 
let's see here, Giannis at the four, KD at the three, Reggie Miller at the two, and LeBron Fultz at the one. So it gives me another capable shooter to kind of stretch the floor a little bit, play more of a modern offense. Hakeem basically is just in there to, you know, if I'm going seven-game series, I want someone to be able to bang with Shaq a little bit. Um, so that's kind of where that comes in. But against you, Steven, I'm, I'm probably going to play Reggie more than I am Hakeem. Um, I'm okay with taking a little bit of a loss on the defensive end. Um, you know, he's not a scrub there. He's just not up to snuff with the rest of the guys. But um, I think I have enough switchability there that I can kind of at least slow your team down a little bit, even with Hakeem out. Okay. So, Steven, I will say your team might have the highest basketball IQ out of the three of us. Okay. You say my team doesn't? <laughs> I'm just saying highest out of the three. Yeah, it's, mine probably doesn't. You're all right, well. You got LeBron. I got LeBron and Draymond. Yeah, but Draymond shoots with a backpack on. <laughs> yeah, but you said you said IQ. You said no, IQ. I know. Those I, are I, two I, of the I, highest I, IQ. But like, yeah, I, I mean, Draymond's got to do Tim, it. Tim Duncan, Magic, J Kid. That's that's stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I will say, though, the, the one thing I like about my team is, and why I wanted Draymond is I have a guy that doesn't have to score to be effective. And that's the biggest thing because not all five guys are going to be able to score every single game. And so Draymond's going to do everything else that, you know, the other guys either aren't willing to do, aren't capable of doing whatever. And I do like, Matt, I do like your team. It's, it's very kind of role. Everyone has a role. Um, you know, it's everyone needed. kind of, if, if they play the, play the role, you know, when it works out well, you know, you can do everything basically. So I, I like that a lot. The way, the way I would defend each of you guys, uh, Josh, I would run a Syracuse zone with KG roaming and leave Draymond unguarded. Um, basically kind of, if Draymond wants to beat us with jumpers he can beat us with jumpers if he wants to score and drive in he can make a contested layup i'm just going to leave him um he's pretty irrelevant offensively in this type of format in my opinion um it's going to be tough if, if you go big because regardless steph's going to have a really bad matchup so that's where the help comes in um and if kg can kind of take away some of those those mid-range post areas um make mj shoot jumpers hopefully <laughs> but that's that's my biggest contention would be trying trying to get uh, a decent enough matchup for steph um i did think about going tracy mcgrady with my six man to give me some help in uh, the size department but went, went with ai for the instant offense off the bench uh steven i would i'd put um kg on Jokic to stretch the floor a little bit. I'd put um, Shaq on Duncan. And then, um, I mean, it, it, I guess I, I would lay off J-Kid. At one point in his career, his, his nickname was Ace and Kid because he didn't have a J. Um, so I, I would let Steph kind of help, help a little bit more than I would otherwise. Uh, if Magic's in the game, that's a different story because that's a tougher matchup. But if we're going primarily off of starters, that's, that's kind of how I do it. I'll play pretty straight up man-to-man with, with Steph helping in is trying to get steals. I will say if you go AI and Steph at any point, I think either team takes full advantage of that backcourt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'd have to, 
Um, I'd have to go for more of a slashing lineup. And that's kind of why I was saying I probably should have, in retrospect, gone T-Mac. But AI was an instant offense or just turn that even fatigue off and play my starters all, all season or all series. Yeah, if, if I'm going up against you, Matt, um, I think the, the Magic or Kid matchup on Curry uh, works in my favor defensively. Um, and yeah, I'm going to put MJ on Kobe. I think that would be a lot of fun for, for people to watch, um, but I think it would be a, a pretty good matchup for both of us. And then, uh, you know, Tim Duncan's going to defend KG. It's a pretty easy. I mean, Jokic, Shaq, and Kawhi on Bird. I, I, I don't have – I don't – I feel pretty comfortable about that if I'm running into I'm that. Dump, I am dumping that thing into Shaq all day long, and he's yamming that thing on Jokic's temple. But, but here's the thing. I, I can get TD to help too, you know. What about KG's mid-range? Just dump it over there, a little mid-range jumper. You know, but the thing is, I if, if I need to stretch, if I can, I can switch TD and Jokic because KG's not gonna, it's not gonna hit a three on me. So Jokic can still kind of float in the middle and defend. KG's getting forty on Jokic. <laughs> it's no chance. The 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 help defense. I'm excited for the listeners on that matchup. Um, TD against KG, Shaq, Jokic. Um, Again, if, if we have to foul Shaq, we're okay doing that. So I, I'm, I'm, I, f- I actually feel pretty comfortable defensively against Matt. The um, good news is there's no, uh, we're playing with today's rules, right? Where you can't hack a Shaq inside of <laughs> however long. Um, now, against Josh, it's going to be a little bit more interesting here. Um, there, there's a, Whew, there's it's going to pose there's definitely going to pose issues defensively. Um, the good news is that just like everybody leaves Draymond open, um, I'll have to probably leave Draymond open, and in, in this case, um, because I like Jokic on Giannis because Giannis is not much of a three threat. I don't need Jokic to get out of the perimeter too much, so I'll keep Giannis. Uh, on Giannis or uh, Jokic on Giannis, and I'm gonna put I'm putting Kawhi on KD. I think that's that his length is the only guy that can uh, match up with KD's length, and I'm gonna put TD tentatively on Hakeem for right now, and then I'll put uh, MJ on LeBron and. I'll I'll have to use kid to help if necessary, but for right now, um, we'll have a little bit of a mismatch with kid on Draymond. Depending on how Draymond's used, but yeah, yeah. As, think, as, as a neutral bystander, that Giannis Jokic matchup is tough. I, I'd be excited for the MJ Lebron finally get that settled that that beef, that debate, not beef, <laughs> that debate. I think MJ would hold his own in that personally. I think it, obviously LeBron's going to get his, but I think MJ would do a pretty good job on LeBron. Yeah, you know our guys. You know, I know Josh, you're playing positionless basketball. Um, I feel like my guys are intelligent enough and athletic enough to move around the floor too. So we're going to have to be doing a lot of switches to contain LeBron. My my biggest thing here is um, I, I know half court offense. I, I lack a lot, but I really 
rely here on my length and the ability to run the floor against both teams. So it's going to be tough to find some of those passing lanes. And, you know, so if, I, if I'm getting in there, active hands, grabbing boards and stuff, I'm booking and going. And, you know, within the first couple of off uh, seconds in the offense, I'm hoping to find someone to at least get some, some easy points or whatever. Now, I am a little bit afraid of free throws. Um, because you get LeBron, you get Giannis. Draymond's uh, not particularly a good free throw shooter, and I don't think Hakeem is either. So yeah, I think um, Hakeem was pretty average, like in the seven, low seventies. Yeah, so you could hack a shack nearly my entire team. Yeah, I'm just so dumping people into the paint. Yeah, so that's basically there. That's my my biggest. Mine's kind of a uh, if it works, I it's going to be tough to stop. But there's a very good chance it doesn't work, and there's a very good chance that it could get ugly offensively for my team. You know, so high risk, high reward. Yeah, I I, I see free throws becoming a potential issue for you. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of ball handlers and you're you know Draymond obviously is a is actually a great fit for that because you know he can facilitate to who he needs to but um all those guys need the ball in their hands at all times for the most part um I was also thinking too I would happily to put uh, magic on LeBron as well so if if the kid matchup is not really working out with the help defense of MJ um I would I'll gladly put the magic in the game for defensive purposes the listeners and voters we did say at the beginning of this we couldn't factor in six man too much that was noted very clearly by uh yeah yeah. (laughs) so if that's the case i'm putting in reggie miller for hakeem and and there's my three point and free throw and got length on the perimeter yeah i mean that's fine we'll we'll happily take elijah Wan off the floor i mean that's 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 a win if we got to put reggie in to be fair, I wasn't really worried with Hakeem on your team. I just mostly got him for Shaq. So I, I would gladly take whatever matchup you throw up throwing Reggie for Hakeem because I, I do have uh, two seven-footers. Now, this is a, we, we didn't clarify this for our listeners, guys, but this is a seven-game series. So yep. we're assuming that all three of these teams made the playoffs – and this is essentially your finals slash conference finals type matchup. So this is a who would win in a game of seven. So for, for your for those of you who are voting, this is the context that you have to look at. Um, very good chance, Matt, that uh, Stephen Curry doesn't have it for a seven-game series. Um, it, that, that concerns me as a fan and as a as a a guy looking at this matchup. I know that Kobe is going to be fine. I know that Larry is going to be fine. Um, there's a lot of championship pedigree. Obviously Curry is a part of that, but out of all the guys on your team, if he's not shooting well, uh, I, I think we could definitely clue in on those other four guys. I guess you have AI to help with that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of why that's honestly the biggest reason why I went AI over T-Mac off the bench. Um, just, just in case Steph goes cold for a game or two. Well, anything else we want to clarify in terms of matchups or hypotheticals here? Um, Hypothetically, there's not going to be a free throw clock, is there? I don't have to worry about that with Giannis. 
<laughs> I think – do you guys think all these series would go seven games? I mean, with how many good players there are, they probably at least got to go – at least me and you, Josh, yeah. we at least got to go seven. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're absolutely all going seven games, I think, because – these are not just good players, but they're good leaders. They're good. They're high IQ guys. They are, they're dogs. You know, these are, these are guys that aren't going to let your team down. Um, when it, when it counts, they're going to give you your best. So is, is Kawhi going to be load managing? Is he going to play five games? And how's that going to work? <laughs> He'll, he, he, see, with, when he was part paired up with TD, we didn't have that problem. He, he was great. And I, I will say that the reason I took Tim Duncan second, you know, some people may say, well, you have so many good players on the board. You know, why did because I was thinking about taking Katie, um, but taking Duncan, I'm like, they, Tim Duncan is a top 10 defender of all time. Um, and he is the best power forward of all time. And a guy that, yeah, he doesn't shoot the three, but. He's he is Draymond on steroids, basically. You know, he is he can he's got the size, he's got the the IQ, he's got the the, the floor spacing, and um, so I I've, that's yeah for any of those yeah M- MJ the MJ Duncan combination is really lethal. I think if you drafted Magic over Jay Kidd to be your starter, I think you'd uh, you'd have a, a really 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 good team. <laughs> The, again, the reasoning for that was people are wondering why you take Kid over Magic. Magic's not a three-point shooter, and neither is my, Jay Kid, though. Sure, he is on the Mavs, but the rest of his career, he, I'm not. I'm not kidding when I was saying the Ace Kid thing. Like that's that was literally his nickname for yeah, until he got to Dallas. Kidding, not kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, no isn't pun intended. Kid, isn't Kid's a top ten? three points. I think he's top 10 and three pointers in NBA history. Um, he's an excellent defender. Not that magic isn't, but um, he, he's a pest there and uh, magic doesn't shoot the three. So when I was looking at it, I was like, well, you know, MJ could be a good three point shooter, but we don't know because in his era, he didn't take a lot of threes. It's kind of similar with Larry bird, I guess, uh, maybe bird a little bit better. Um, but I, I had that's why I picked kid because you know Jokic can shoot the three but it's not his game TD doesn't shoot the three MJ were unsure on Kawhi can but that's why I took kid I needed somebody who could stretch the floor a little bit yeah that's fair and I, I mean kids one of the best point guard defenders of all time who are some guys you guys thought before we hop off who are some guys you guys thought about taking that ended up you not taking I thought about ad. Um, but again, I, I, I kind of want, it's not fun if I just take a bunch of recent guys. Um, you guys kind of know my, my thoughts are just with the athleticism in today's age. I, I think it kind of pushes everything to a little bit higher level, but again, that's, that's not fun. Um, I thought about Will, um, you know, the guy was seven foot and had a, like a four foot vertical, like just absolutely insane. Um, and I also thought about Dirk as well as Steve Nash. Those are some of the three that um, I thought about, you know, give me a little bit more floor spacing. Um, 
you know, with Nash, you get a, a really efficient player on the offensive end. Um, I just worried about defense. I thought about Scotty Pippen. Did Same here. Defensively, uh, he he's probably the best three defender of all time. Um, I don't know. If that, I don't think that's a stretch. Um, I think that's yeah. I think that's a good fair point. <laughs> but at the same time, I was kind of like, well, yeah, but that's because he's not playing against LeBron and KD and Giannis. <laughs> um, so I I had to stray away from that from a size perspective. I think Kawhi can handle it with his length a little bit better. But Scottie Pippen for sure, a guy that I almost did, I almost took him. Um, and I took Jokic instead was David Robinson. I, I, I really, really liked, you know, him and TD together. I mean, it would have been so cool if they were both together in their primes, but, um, again, kind of the reason I didn't do it is because I felt like I need more perimeter offense. Um, so that's, that was the reasoning why I, I took Jokic instead. But David Robinson is right next to Hakeem, in my opinion, with talking about defensive attributes and blocking shots. And, I mean, he's he's unrivaled. So those were the, the main guys that I was kind of thinking about. I, I thought about Chris Paul from a defensive perspective. Um, you know, I think he would probably be a good fill-in, or a, you could probably take out Jason Kidd for Chris Paul if you like. Um, but um, – He's yeah. only going to be able to play half the series, though. What? <laughs> yeah. He can only play half the series, though. Wanted, wanted to go a little bit off the grid with some of these picks, just like Josh said, to make it interesting. If I went with Kawhi, Tim Duncan, and David Robinson, I'm like, well, you're just talking about, like, basically the Spurs. <laughs> so, <laughs> wanted yeah. to mix it up. How about you, Matt? Yeah, I thought about T-Mac. Um, I thought about Magic at the point but I needed some sort of shooting um, to pair with Larry Bird. So I went Curry. Obviously, Steph's my guy, so I had to get him in check. Um, at the center, I actually – I thought about waiting for a center just because that's probably the most depth uh, in terms of position. Um, but if if Shaq was there, I was going to take him. But if he wasn't, I was going to wait take Embiid with my last pick. Um, versatility, shooting, defense – size you know a little bit of everything um thought about pippen uh, instead of larry but other than that i was pretty pretty solid kg was i thought he was the best in this format power forward just i i I would say tim is obviously the best power forward of all time but i think in this type of format with how much how much athleticism is on the floor i thought kg is the best for that i would say matt all of your players, I mean, minus, I mean, AI is a different discussion, a slightly different discussion, I guess, but your, your starting five are all, I would say, probably top four at their position all time. Yeah, top three or four for sure. Um, it, that's, which I think is, uh, is a pretty, that's pretty tough to beat um, for sure. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say with my team when I was drafting is um, I wanted to take some of the, the longer, more athletic guys because I figured it would have an effect on maybe taking guys that you normally wouldn't um, to kind of combat, you know, like you said, um, I think you said you took 
kg or whatever to kind of combat with the athleticism and um, yeah i thought about flipping Kawhi and, exactly that yeah yeah um so i i kind of wanted to do that but looking at my team um i think my team's one of those boomer busts so it's either we win in five because there's no answer for us or we get figured out and we only have one identity and we're losing in five kind of a thing i don't I don't know if any of my series go six, seven games just because it just, it appears as though they have kind of that boomer bust. They're either going, you know, they're going out quick, whether it's winning or losing. Yeah. If you get stopped, it seems pretty tough to stop on, on the transition defense. You could easily have LeBron, KD and Giannis popping 30 a night though. I mean, that's, yeah, that's going to be, (laughs) I I I it's, it's going to, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, it doesn't work. You know, I, I mean, obviously, you know, KD is going to be fine wherever you put him, and I don't think Giannis and LeBron are going to have an issue, uh, but I mean, floor spacing could come, could come into play. That's, that's my biggest issue because, um, you know, you guys have some of the, at least Steven, you have some of the most high IQ players to ever play the game. You know, all of all of your guys are very high IQ guys that understand basketball from top to bottom. This will be fun. So just to last time for our listeners, Josh, LeBron, Katie, Giannis, Draymond, Hakeem, and Reggie Miller off the bench. Matt, Stephen Curry, Kobe, Larry, KG, Shaq, AI off the bench, and myself. J. Kidd, MJ, Kawhi, TD, Jokic, Magic off the bench. We want to hear what you think. Start a little discussion. We want you guys to vote, and uh, we want you to pick not just who you think is the best team, but um, maybe your one, two, three, maybe your order. So give us your give us your vote, and and we'll we'll collect the uh, and and we'll see. Uh, I like what Rich said the other day about. Do you think we could get to a, a point in technology where you could artificially generate these matchups and like almost have like a hologram game? That'd be so cool. It's pretty much what 2K is, right? Yeah. Yeah, more or less. But with actual play styles and yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's so cool. But yeah, I think that just about does it for us. Um, any last comments, guys? Looking forward for Izzo to hopefully get his uh, his record wins of most uh, most wins by a Big Ten head coach tomorrow at the library, uh, U of M home arena. So big rivalry game. Hope he breaks the record there. To which I will be going to, by the way. Awesome. I I, I hope you I hope you give us the win there. Uh, we need to need to stomp them in the ground. Um, so <laughs> let's go green. No white. Um, Quick yeah. shout out to the George Fox Bruins. Took two from number ten ranked Chapman this weekend. There we go, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, we'll we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>